with sound. Alright. What's up everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Landicho, and with me is Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we're going to be doing a little quick take. For those who don't know what a quick take is, it's just a little episode for me and Carmela to hang out, talk about our recent events, update each other, talk about movies that are coming up, and just just let us letting us like just chill out and just you know bond with each other, you know be, become closer. <laughs> um, but really, uh, it's just for us to chill and hang out and just talk um on this episode uh and for the most part i think we want to cover like the oscars and and stuff like that and then a little update on the pandemic and how we've been doing um so i guess we'll get to it carmella um we've watched all it's kind of we watched all the nominations for best picture which is new for both of us i think i think we actually like topped it off i didn't watch the trial of chicago 7 which is like one of the movies that we missed but for the most part we watched all of them and i guess i wanted to let i wanted to give you the platform to talk about the trial of chicago 7 and like how you felt about it and like how it sort of ranks i guess in the nominees and and what you thought of like its position as a winner or or nominees or, or anything like that so go ahead talk about the trial of chicago 7 First of all, I just want to thank Josh for having me on the show and giving me a platform to really talk about <laughs> this movie. No, no problem. I know. I thought you were the right person to give the platform to yeah. to talk about this movie and you know catch us up with uh, a, a film that I haven't watched yet. You know, it's it's great to have you on. It's great to have you on. It's it's crazy. I saw the only film that uh, only Oscar film you didn't see. Um, so yeah, so honored to be here today. But anyways, so The Trial of Chicago 7 is a historical drama, legal drama, because a lot of the scenes take place like in the courtroom. Um, and it's based on the case of a group of like anti-war, anti-Vietnam War like protesters charged with conspiracy i think and like crossing state lines or something um with the intent of inciting riots at the 1968 democratic national convention so it there's a lot of characters in this movie because it follows like i think three major um anti-vietnam war like protesting groups um but overall the movie because it was written by aaron sorkin who also wrote the movie the social network it was very like it was very snappy like the dialogue was really like clever and like um what's it called quick paced and there was never a moment where you were like bored because the dialogue was like super fast and you had to basically be paying attention the whole time but it wasn't like it was a chore to do that. It was fun. Like, it was really um, exciting to, like, follow the dialogue because it was really playful. Um, especially during the courtroom scenes, it's really easy for those scenes to get, like, super boring. But they were, I mean, they were very emotional, actually. And they were, like, they, like, they're, like, very dramatized, but they were really exciting and at times really frustrating because the judge was like an asshole and like a racist person um so yeah i think you should see i think it's worth seeing for sure but like if you're only interested in that like 
period of time or if you just want to like I don't know watch a really entertaining piece of like historical drama um I after like watching it and like thinking about it I don't think it <laughs> I don't think it stood a chance like winning best picture um but as it stands like on its own it's like a really well-made like piece of historical like historical legal drama which I think is really hard to make really well um and I just want to shout out Sasha Baron Cohen he was really good in it he was like really really good um I actually haven't I've never seen like the Borat movies or anything but so this is like my first time really seeing his like acting chops which is like such a difference between Borat but his range is I'm sure his range is like incredible so yeah that's crazy. I didn't know he was in that film. That's was he actually like one of the accused or like? Because I was, I'm kind of confused. I thought like it was about um, a group of like black people, and that's the trial. I didn't know it was about like the anti-war thing. Like, was it more than just, I guess, uh, race related? Because I, I don't know who was accused or like what what was the demographic with the people that were accused. I guess. So most of the people accused were white people. So Sasha Baron Cohen um, was a leader of, I think, I forgot, I forgot the name of the group, um, the Yippies. He's like the, the leader of the Youth International Party, which were called the Yippies. And then this other guy played by Eddie, Red, Eddie Redmayne is... Um, a president of like the students for democratic society and then the third guy is basically part of the leader of like another like anti-war group um and then i think because i think you thought it was about a group of black people because uh this guy named oh my god bobby seal who was the chairman of the black panther party was also accused and in the courtroom but the thing was and you'll see this in the movie was that they literally just put him in the group of accused people to make the jury afraid of this group of people even though he literally was not even in the state when these riots happened so they were like so yeah so the prosecution like purposely put a black man in the stand so that the jury would be fearful of this group because they're like oh look at this black guy you know he's a black he's a leader of the black panther party um so yeah and i guess it's crazy because that kind of like misconception even worked outside of like the event and the movie itself because i also thought it was like about a group of or it has something to do with the either the black panther party or like just a group of black people who were falsely accused of something um but yeah they're all white mainly they were all white people <laughs> that were accused that's crazy and it's funny to hear that like sasha cohen was also an actor in this film um like i i totally forgot that he doesn't do just borat he does like more than that he was and really it's funny good. To, yeah and it sounds like a serious movie it's interesting to hear that he like did a serious role i i'm pretty sure he's done a lot of serious roles i just like can't get borat out of my head even though i've never <laughs> even watched the films um but yeah that's funny to hear that like he's <laughs> someone that did really great in that film um as regards to like i guess the oscars and um the list of nominees that you personally thought were the, li the list of and then how did you feel about like 
I guess the Oscars judges viewpoint on this film? Like, what do you think it ranks from like no man land, the father, Judas and black Messiah, Mank, Minari, promising woman and the sound of metal. Like, where do you think that ranks for yourself? And where do you think that ranks for like the people that judge the Oscars in that sense? Uh, I think this movie in particular, yeah, like I, I don't think it had a, had a chance, um, for best picture just because it's like a movie that is, you know, it's a message is like literally going against like the government. Um, and I don't know, like we had a very interesting batch of best picture nominees, um, and the winner was basically just gonna be like, oh, pick your, what is the societal issue of the day type of thing? Which one it like wins out for the best? Cause you got like, you know, you have Minari, which is about like an American experience of anyone, of someone other than a white person. <laughs> you have um, Sound of Metal, which is like uh, insight into the deaf community. And then you have these historical dramas like Trial and Judas and the Black Messiah, and then you have the crazy outliers, which is the father and Nomadland. Um, you forgot Mink. Where's Mink in that? Is oh, that also Mank, historic? Yeah, I think it. Uh, I guess it's historical, but not a not anything to do with like the government <laughs> or any societal issue. I guess. Um, but yeah, it was just like we had a weird mixture of movies, um, and I feel like the ones that tackled like a historical what's it called event or a societal issue were not going to win because it might have been too controversial per se for the academy to be aligning themselves with a certain standpoint um so yeah that's what i think and i want to ask you (laughs) what you thought of the best picture winner nomadland um do you think that was deserved or do and do you think like what what do you even think about that decision um it's funny because like when the oscars are happening i was i think there was some sort of tweet by like the oscars or something like that or something like that and i was just like oh i hope so and so wins but i'm pretty sure it's no man land and then like two three hours later it was no man land so like okay (laughs) like i i think it's interesting that it won not so much because of i guess the movie but so much of its position because like you said like all of these sort of have a certain standpoint or a certain message had to say um like barely any of these were were neutral like i could i could see the father or like yeah that's it the father (laughs) and this movie being the most neutral because they both are you know they're they're both very hard-hitting films and very great films i'm gonna give them that of course but it's not the films that like have a message or have a side for a certain topic or a certain issue um and it's just funny too to think about Norman Land that had like an Amazon cameo um and right away like Sophia was like oh do you think Amazon paid them off to make them win and make them have these clicks and I was like oh shit that's that's a good <laughs> that's a good little conspiracy you got there it could <laughs> be true I don't know I obviously you're not in the higher up so I wouldn't know but I could see that happening I could see that happening um as regards of it being like the best picture without you know without like these prior biases and stuff like that um i don't know i think um it was a fine film 
like I said, I think this is the movie where I said like it didn't really hit me that hard. Like I feel like it was missing that impact. Um, and that's sort of why I was like, oh, I don't know if like in my head if this is a winner. It's honest. It's a great film. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to discredit it in any sort of way. But as regards of like being proclaimed as the best picture is a little iffy to me. Um, I just feel like there are so many movies that are better than I guess, quote unquote, better than this. And I, we, we even said it in our list. Like, I feel like No Man's Land was towards the end of our list for every part of these, like, rankings we did. I, d- I certainly think that Chloe Zhao did deserve Best Director, though. I remember, that, like, talking about it as well. Like, I think she definitely was someone that should have won this just because the way she portrayed the main character, portrayed these feelings of loneliness and isolation and being an outland of, like, the world's population, essentially. Um... But I don't know. I think Best Picture, I did. I like this wasn't my top contender for sure. And I think it was definitely a safe bet for the Oscars, like 100%. And that's why I think that it won. And I think also the way this was marketed, it was almost marketed as the winner already. Like, I feel like I saw so many billboards, so many things that like so many more marketing on this film than most films. And I feel like it was really pushing that. And like it was really pushing that this is the only movie that could win kind of a thing if you weren't like someone that caught up with the Oscars, you would think that like, oh yeah, I heard so many good things about it from like the billboards and stuff, from the marketing. Um, but as regards to my personal, it's not something that I think would have won. Like I think the way I ranked it was like Minari, Judas and the Black Messiah, um, Sound of Metal, The Father, Mank, No Man Land, and then Trial. Like I think that was the sort of like, the list I had and like again no man lands like towards the, towards the bottom um but I don't know I, honestly like I didn't think like I personally don't think it should have won but obviously like in the back of my head is like oh it's gonna win because of these steps that the Oscars take with these sort of films and what stance they take with these films um that's definitely something that I was like yeah it's probably gonna win and that's why like I tweeted that because like I know that like it seemed like it was set up for it and it seemed like it was the the hand for it what do you think what do you think about like it winning and what do you think about like the nominees and stuff like that and also give us the the list again because i keep forgetting i keep forgetting my own list and i want to hear like your list of like how you rank the best picture nominees i forgot my own list um but i think i can remember uh i think i think we both had minari at the top and then i think i had promising young woman second and then Third, I think I had Judas and the Black Messiah. And then after that, I can't remember <laughs> because, um, well, now the list might change because we saw Mank, and, but you didn't see Trial, so it's like kind of different. But that's that was my top three. Um, but yeah, I totally agree with like Nomadland being the safe pick um, because it was like super neutral it had like this it it had a weird thing where it seemed like it was about poverty but it wasn't and that was like that light touch on like that very serious um like societal issue like was just the right amount for that movie to be safe and neutral a neutral pick um because in the end the movie wasn't about poverty because she wasn't like poor it's not like she literally didn't have anywhere else to go it was literally about like 
a lifestyle choice, you know, and like uh, emotional feelings about like, you know, her husband and like, yeah, her lifestyle. But yeah, um, I think that the best picture winner would definitely have been different if the Academy, the group of Academy voters was not primarily white because <laughs> I mean I feel like we could all agree on that um but yeah like I I I don't think that the movie was bad like you said I, and I'm really excited to see what Chloe Zhao does next especially with her directing a Marvel movie, which is crazy, um, to see like that direction, uh, ref like her style reflected in that universe. Like I'm kind of really excited. Um, but yeah, I don't, yeah, I think a more, I don't know, meaningful movie, societally meaningful movie should have won best picture might've made a better impact. Um, yeah, like if oh, yeah. not like not if not from like a social issue society issue more like an impactful movie, because um, I feel like at that like No My Lad wasn't something that like hit me in, in the way that like Minari did or Judas did or The Father or Sound of Metal, like all these other movies made me feel something more than just me watching a movie. It made me feel a certain way, um, and and yeah, like like you said, it wasn't. It was like kind of about poverty, kind of not about poverty, um, and I think the whole Amazon thing kind of ruined that. Um, like it would have, like, honestly, if the Amazon thing wasn't so prominent, I guess, in the film, even though it was only on for like maybe a minute, it still had, it still defeated the purpose of like what the movie's trying to say. Like it, like it could have been more about capitalism and the idea of poverty and being a nomad, being a lifestyle choice for some people, but it just felt like it, uh, I felt, it feels a little weird having the Amazon thing. And I know I, I was like, kind of deny it in the episode, but like now that I think of it and now that Sophia brought up the idea of like, maybe Amazon paid him off. I was like, okay, <laughs> now I'm kind of like, <laughs> okay, even if they didn't pay him out, it's still a thing of like Amazon being the winner. And then like, like I said about the marketing and stuff like that, which is also probably funded by Amazon. Um, I don't know. It was just a really weird thing. Um, to think about and then expand on like the whole amazon thing um but with that i want to talk about kind of want to touch upon like the whole controversy with um actor in a leading role and it being anthony hopkins and the father um like i feel like i was personally kind of mad about it and i know a lot of people were mad about it just because like sort of the way that um sort of the way they try to try to tribute Chadwick Boseman and then invited the family out and, and did all this stuff for, for Chadwick and then ending up not giving him the lead acting role in his last, in his last role essentially. And sort of like leaving the family out to dry, leaving all his fans out to dry and, and having all of us like have a bad taste in our mouth. Like you have all this tribute stuff. You had, you know, the family there and you kind of set it up to make him win. Even if you didn't, or even if you didn't think he was the right winner, I think it was still the matter of just like doing it. Like who cares? Like, I don't know, like not that who cares, but like, why is it that you guys didn't pick him? And why is it something that most likely is about, you know, the pride of the Oscars or the judging area or whatever. Um, like even if he did win, it's not like it's gonna make anyone mad. Like, I think it's gonna be more or less a positive impact 
for the fans of films and his films and his act is acting like i think it's more or less like a positive impact and if he did win everyone would understand it's not like everyone would be like oh they just picked him because he died like no one's gonna say that and if they are gonna say that who cares about that person <laughs> like who's gonna i don't know who's gonna like badmouth someone who passed away and someone who was actually a fantastic actor too not that it's not not that i'm saying like anthony hopkins didn't kill the like didn't do well with the father he really did but like seeing how people were reacting to this situation like obviously you guys made the wrong choice like how do you what do you feel about that like how do you feel about the act the best actor in the leading role and like how it was almost supposed to be like a tribute to chadwick but they kind of like just took that away from like all of us yeah it, it just seemed like there was a discrepancy between like i don't the people who set up the show who set up the the actual like show that's a broadcast and like the schedule and you know the winner and the people who are choosing the winner because it seems like the people setting up i was like do they not know who the winners are prior to planning the show which is weird to me you know like what um and like as far as like choosing someone uh, like you know letting like Chadwick Boseman win for this like sake of like mem- like in memory of or like like regardless of whether or not he was like best actor I I guess I can see how it's like how the academy didn't want it to seem like oh we're only choosing him because he died kind of thing because I guess it would ruin the integrity of the academy um quote unquote I mean like I think his family in the end didn't really care whether or not he won, but the way the whole situation was just dealt with was just so weird and horrible and bad. Um, Cause yeah, I don't know. Like I, I guess I wouldn't want it to be like, oh, he's only winning cause yeah. Or the Academy is giving him this like pity award because he's dead kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's just the way things were handled was horrible. And it was like, why did they set it up to, for everyone to think that he was going to win? And then he didn't win. And it's like, did they want to create like that controversy? Did they want to create like conflict? I feel like they didn't. But I don't know. I don't know what yeah, happened. If Somebody I'm, fucked if not, up. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken either, didn't they put like Daniel Kaluuya and... Lakeith Stanfield in the supporting actors role because of that because of that because of Chadwick or something like didn't they do we, that to to free it up or something like that if I remember correctly yeah we we don't really know we only speculated that they did that um because that choice didn't make sense to us either so we were trying to reason like oh maybe they did this because you know he's gonna win and it's like oh okay maybe that makes sense but then it didn't because then he didn't win so nothing makes sense none of the academy's choices um in concerning that matter really made sense um and i think the worst part of it all was like that dumb fucking nft that they made as a giveaway of his like head it was just so weird it's like and nfts are a whole other conversation that i don't know if you want to have right now but um i think just memorializing him in that way is really weird (laughs) 
and yeah very distasteful yeah not to mention like the whole controversy with them having it at what is it the grand central station i think terminal station in la which is um which is uh, a pretty high population for homeless people and they essentially like kicked out that whole population just for this event while while that event is happening they're giving away this nft that's really expensive they're giving away like these spa days that are expensive i think they gave away like plastic surgery or something like to the guests or something to guests that are already rich you're giving these people even more things for free that they could have probably afforded like i don't know like not to mention that like they spent so much money on these gifts when they could have spent that money helping the homeless i guess relocate in a better place because they're going to kick them out of that. <laughs> you know, it's just like, there's a lot, there's oddly a, a, lot, a lot of like bad things and issues that like the Oscars brought up this <laughs> this year. Like so many things they did stepped on so many toes on so many levels. It's just crazy. And like, I don't know. It was like when, because so- Sophia was telling me like what they want or what they get for free. And I was like, you're joking, right? Like they all sound fake. Like the Chadwick Boseman right. NFT sounded fake. <laughs> like the plastic surgery sounded fake like all this like random stuff i was like there's no way that's actually it like you're you're reading like the onion article like you're reading like a parody account or something (laughs) i could have sworn she was like joking um but yeah it was just really weird and like i don't know like there's so many issues like the fact that they made daniel kalu and lakeith sanfield supporting actors when they're very very much main actors kicking out the homeless population all the thing with chadwick boseman like so many things went wrong they, they stepped on so many toes this year it was really weird um and if that doesn't say anything about the oscars other than the fact that they're just a bunch of rich people that judge movies and are kind of elitist then that's very obvious obviously i think uh i always like like we said in, in the beginning of most of our road to oscars episodes like the, the oscars really don't matter obviously they're not like the overlord of opinions or anything or they don't deem a movie good or bad it's honestly the viewers and the people that actually watch them um no one really gives a shit about these rich people that that attend no one gives a rich, like it's just so interesting that like the oscars proved like proved us right about being a terrible <laughs> terrible association in that sense and it's just really funny because i don't know it's it's interesting that like so many people hold the oscars to high regard including us but at the same time they're just like these trashy elitist white people that that judge these movies in a certain extent and it's just interesting i don't know again like the oscars aren't something that like yeah don't control the opinion of what's good or bad and obviously like they have a screwed up system they don't have a good way of judging these things or even like communicating with the rest of the people on the board or whatever um but yeah so that's the oscars (laughs) (laughs) do you have anything else to say about the oscars carmel is there anything you want to comment on um, I just want to say that I, I am glad that, you know, we went on, you know, this journey of watching all the best picture nominees. I, it was a really cool new experience I'd never done. I feel like, like a real adult now, you know, watching serious Oscar films. Um, a real adult now. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it diversified, like, you know, our viewing experience and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I think, I hope we do it next year. Um, and I hope, yeah, I like seeing the rotation of like movies that get nominated, um, despite the fact that, yeah, the Oscars don't really matter, but we live in a world where, you know, rich white people give awards to movies that can be important. And I think the impact those movies make, 
uh, might be more important than like the award itself. Um, if anything, the award gives it like a bigger platform for more people to like be interested in. But yeah, that's my two cents. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like the winner usually does get a spike of viewership apart from like the nominees like the nominees did does make noise as regards to like what who views it and stuff like that like for example for us um it does give them that platform but i think when it comes to the winner it comes it gives them an even bigger platform and of course it's the one that's like the least controversial right. <laughs> it's like the least like the safest one the which least is, amount of noise yeah which is honestly unfortunate like honestly all these movies were pretty great and i'm not gonna knock Nomadland land for not being great but like you have the father the judas and black messiah mank minari promising young women sound of metal trial of chicago 7 like all these movies are fantastic and it sucks that like a lot of people sort of go for the winner and i i get that you know it's like the winner why wouldn't it be good but i think a lot of, i hope a lot of people still watch the other movies because they're all fantastic um and it was funny too seeing the like tweets of like who's gonna win the Oscars and like it was a bunch of like like Judas and the Black Messiahs, a bunch of Minaris and a bunch of like those movies and like No Man Land was barely in there. Maybe like two or three people tweeted that. But like like exactly what we're trying to talk about here is like there's no diverse judgment with, with those with the Oscars, I guess you can say. It's just the people who are rich and have power and whatever may be the criteria for that, but yeah it's just it just sucks that like a movie that has a stronger impact didn't win it and i always think about how shape of water won which is really funny and i think that's like (laughs) hilarious because it's such a like out of left field movie to win and it's just (laughs) again another little insight of like how oscars judge things but it's it's fun i thought it was a good movie shape of water is really good uh i can't say anything about the other nominees and but it's just funny that like all of a sudden like this sci-fi movie wins it and like you i don't know it's just funny um (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i guess with that uh we could stop talking about the oscars and being angry at them um but carmilla ever since you know the pandemic happened quarantine happened we've been doing quick takes and sort of updating ourselves and the audience of how we've been doing and it's been a while it's been a while since we did a quick take it's been a while since uh we sort of updated uh, our little situation at home or where we're at. But it seems like, in my opinion, we're starting to slowly get back into normal. You know, people are getting vaccinated. Some people are not getting vaccinated. That's a different story. Some people are getting vaccinated. <laughs> you know, things are starting to open up. Festivals are starting to show their dates and this and that. You know, we're starting to see more of normalcy come to light. Um how do you feel about that and how have you been with this little with the quarantine and and still having a little bit of the pandemic go around how do you how have you been doing and how do you feel about things going back to normal i am proud to say i am fully vaccinated along with joshua and my close circle of friends so that was awesome it's been like couple of months i think uh yeah we haven't vaccinated for a minute but woo! good job everybody good we job did. good job good work good, good job. work good work you know good job um, but yeah seriously it was like a wave of relief when like uh i was i got vaccinated everyone around me was being vaccinated my mom and my family um and like eventually a lot of like other people in california to the point where we literally like 
we like reversed our stats like we're literally like we went from thousands of cases per day to like only a few hundred per day and it's like pretty crazy to see and it's only getting lower um so i just yeah we're really lucky as a state to be doing this well i think and it's just really unfortunate and really sad and it like it breaks my heart to know that like literally it's just our state that's doing this well and then the other states in our country and then the rest of the world aka india um is like having this insane deficit of vaccines and can't have access to it and then yet here we are with people in our state and our country who are refusing to even take the vaccine so Yet again, another, you know, um, act of uh, toxic patriotism, whatever the fuck it is, from America. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's always like, there's like an amazing good side and then a really horrible downside to everything. Um, but yeah, in terms of how I'm personally doing, I think... I reached a stage in the pandemic where it was like, you just don't feel anything anymore. <laughs> That's depressing. But I don't know. Every day you like go got I got into like this routine where, you know, I go outside sometimes, but then I'm like completely fine being inside and doing whatever. Um, and things are opening back up now and I'm still like hesitant to even like go to the movies or you know stay outside longer for more than a few hours but like it'll definitely be a slow transition to uh doing things more frequently outside again but i definitely got comfortable with that uh routine of just you know chilling being home doing whatever um taking care of myself and like my mental health and my physical body but yeah I think I'm in a better place than I was like definitely like a couple months even a couple months ago and definitely a year ago which is great news um so yeah I I think I'm I'm definitely doing better um but yeah how have you been how are you and has like your mindset changed at all like during everything or since the last catch-up how are you mentally and physically? I never asked that, I think. How are you today, Carmela? <laughs> okay, we're getting we're getting into this now. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> which one do you want first? Mentally? We can or go physically? we can go we can go mentally and then physically, you know. What have you been doing to make yourself mentally better, I guess? Or just like how are you at the state that you are mentally and then I guess physically you could touch upon as well. I think mentally I've been doing better because I've been spending a lot less time on social for sure. Um, a lot less time on like doing digital things. Actually, that's a lie because I've transitioned from social to playing video games more often. Um, but even then, like I went through a period of time where I, I did an extreme of both and it was like, only social media and then like I abandoned social media altogether and then just played video games and then that was bad that was not good and then at this point in time it's definitely the ratios like like the it's been balanced but definitely less social media video games here and there it's not like crazy amounts of hours every day anymore um 
it's like very balanced. So I think I found a, a healthy equilibrium between like the things I spend my time on, um, which I will transition into my physical self. So I've definitely been taking better care of like my skin. And then more recently I've been like starting to work out again and I feel so much better like physically. Um, and it's like very simple workouts cause I, it's not like intense like running or anything like that cause I hate running. But yeah, it's literally just like very simple workouts at home. Um, and like, you know, I have like small goals I want to achieve, you know, like I want to lose like fat in these areas or I want more muscle in these areas kind of thing. Um, but yeah, and I think the weather getting hotter and the sun shining brighter <laughs> has definitely helped with like my mood, you know, because everything was like very gloomy and like cloudy and like you kind of get into this like like uh i don't know this this very comfortable like mood where you don't want to move or do anything when the weather is like cold and like gloomy i don't know i don't know if it's like that for you but definitely i'm like like wow it's like so gloomy and rainy outside it's time to just you know do nothing kind of thing but but yeah i mean I think I'm not doing amazing, but like, you know, everyone has issues, but, <laughs> but, but I'm definitely doing like better, but it's, de it's definitely taken a while to reach a point where I'm like, I have to literally manage my time between like freelance work, working out, like doing everyday chores, social, like social life. And then like, you know, free time you know, working on, like, the things I want to work on, like, artwork or whatever, um, so, yeah, but, but I think the best thing is, like, I don't feel exhausted doing that, you know, because I've definitely was kind of, like, depressed, or it was, like, I didn't want to make an effort to even, like, try and, like, balance everything, it was just kind of, like, you're kind of going through day-to-day -day motions, and it was like that for a while, so, so yeah, now it's like I'm actively participating in my own life kind of thing. Well, good for you. Good for you, you know, taking care of yourself, being a, a bodybuilder over there, you know, making yourself show. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> no, not a bodybuilder? No, I, show up, I show up with <laughs> muscles on my neck. Oh, no, just ripped, <laughs> fucking yoked Carmelo over there. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Good to hear. Thank um, you, thank you. <laughs> as regards of like for my thoughts and stuff like that um it does feel like a lot of things are going back to normal which is good um good and bad because i have to like <laughs> be again a normal human being and be a working person of society quote unquote boo, <laughs> boo i know, boo. I know. <laughs> tell me about it tell me about I can't it believe tell it. me about it audience <laughs> um but yeah i got vaccinated as well um vaccination the vaccination was kind of a journey too just like getting my oh, arm yeah. hella sore and then i was like yours sick. was bad yeah for whatever reason my one was kind of bad like i was really sick for like two days three days i had like a reoccurring headache i was like what's happening why why is this happening um but yeah it, we've i yeah so i got vaccinated it was kind of rough um and like <laughs> now that i'm vaccinated i'm not reckless but it's like things that like <laughs> that I'm like during the <laughs> not like that but, like during the pandemic i was like i don't think i'm ever gonna do that again which is like one of the things that i've been doing is like sharing drinks again and i think uh, when uh, the yeah. pandemic was going on i was like i can't believe we did that that's so gross but now i'm like 
I'm vaccinated. Oh, okay. Give me that drink. I never you tried try this. Yeah. <laughs> Which honestly, like, I guess I was just, I was too paranoid during the pandemic. And now I'm just like, well, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> well, it's um, with like vaccinated Exactly. People. Like it's with yeah. vaccinated people. And like, I think when I was in the pandemic, I was like, or when I was, wasn't vaccinated or anything like that, I was like, oh, like what germs they could possibly have if I shared a drink with them or like this and that. And like, I would, I'm never gonna do that again. But like, now it's just like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I'm sure it is. I'm pretty sure it is kind of a big deal in some cases of sharing drinks. But like, at the same time, I'm like, I'm with them all the time. If they're sick, I'm sick or whatever. It's all right. <laughs> Your body's my body. <laughs> we share one body now. We share one body together. You know, we're all Americans. <laughs> we're all um, gonna die anyway i know it's it's, it's, <laughs> gotta live for a, a good time not a long time all right everyone oh my god <laughs> um but yeah it's been really cool it's cool to see that of course you're gonna have um the anti-vaxxers and people that don't want to get vaccinated which is um you know quite questionable to say the least um but yeah and of course like you have the the things that are bad of course I, it's so interesting like when you're talking about it it's like we just lit like America and like the countries that get these like vaccinations and these benefits for being who we are as a country is very interesting. Cause like, like you said, like we were just, we're, a gr- we reverse the numbers. Everything is great for us now as a cause of the pandemic, but it's like, we live on this like lonely cloud. Cause we see like India and other places like the Philippines too, like suffer with the pandemic and suffer with vaccinations and suffer with their numbers and we're just over here like, yeah, I'm sharing drinks now. <laughs> you know, it's kind of this like weird like castle in the sky that we've built with America and, and other countries as well that have the same resources that we have. It's just crazy to think about that. And it's it's just so it just sucks so much because like obviously like I would want everyone else to be vaccinated. I would want everyone else to reverse their numbers regardless of their situation as regards to resources or where they're located. It's just unfortunate like that that happens you know and and especially with the stuff with palestine and stuff like that it's just like all these things that like america is so lucky to not have and to avoid and a lot of the times too when there are stuff bad stuff that happens here it's because it's our fault like all these other places it's just like it's just different you know it's not like india chose not to get the vaccine or of course i don't know the politics of that but i'm sure people in india want the vaccine and i'm i'm not sure if they're like leader doesn't want it but it's just like i don't know it sucks to see that um people that have these problems that aren't necessarily their fault and they're dying because of it is just crazy and it's just really unfortunate to think about and it's just like i don't know it just sucks that we're that we are on this like lonesome cloud of resources and and richness and wealthness in that sense it's just like really unfortunate thing about and it's it makes me sad a little bit to think about but I mean, yeah, I just I guess that's the world, I guess. Um, but yeah, so just to get off that, <laughs> um, as regards of like how I've been doing lately, I've been doing okay. I've been doing pretty all right. Um, the only thing that like with physically, I feel like it's my <laughs> my body physically has really fallen off um, just because like I have I had a gout flare up and not on top of that, I had my toe sprained. And, like, before that all happened, like, I was actually doing pretty well. I was running every other day. And the days I wasn't running, I was skateboarding, which is really great. And, like, I was having a lot of fun with that and had a lot of fun being outside instead of being inside for so long. Um, and, yeah, it just sucked because, like, I was ha- actually getting into a rhythm of running and skateboarding, 
which I wanted to keep up, but then like this happened and I'm kind of like on this road to, of a long recovery. Um, and it just sucks too. Cause like when I was skating, I was having a lot of fun skateboarding. And now that like, I can't skate, like that's all I think about when I'm like just outside is like, Oh, I really want to skate right now, but I can't. And I don't know. It just kind of like, it's like sucks that you can't do something that you really want to do just because of like your physical ailments. Um, and also like, it's, it's funny too thinking about that. Cause every time I can skate, I don't skate. But every time I can skate, I want to skate, which is really weird. Like, I don't know why that happens, but it's just like this weird feeling that I get, but yeah. So physically it's been kind of hard. Um, uh, even with the gout and stuff too, I also have really high cholesterol apparently. Um, and like, I've been taking medication for that and, um, my diet isn't that good. But at the same time, I'm having a lot of fun eating. So it's kind of this hat. This kind of like a good and bad thing, you know? <laughs> I'm enjoying Food myself. It's so right? good. It's so <laughs> exactly. good. But I'm so dying. <laughs> <laughs> Try to live for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry that you have to deal with, like, you know, because food is, like, amazing. It's like. And then you literally have to, like, restrict yourself. Like, I, like, you know, people who don't have, like, problem, like, got problems with, like, gout or cholesterol are, like, privileged enough to be, to choose when or when they won't eat healthy or not. But in the case of you, you literally, like, have to. Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That yeah, that's all right. It's, 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 it does suck, but then at the same time, I'm, like, even thinking about, like, gout and stuff, I'm, like, people probably have it worse than me. So, I'm, like, kind of, like uplifted that it's not worse i guess but at the same time I'm like damn remember when i could walk properly like <laughs> i think about that too like damn remember when i could walk like <laughs> is, it, is it still bad um right now it's not so my toe is gout's completely gone for the most part my toe right now is like at 85 percent. it's still kind of sore kind of hurts a little bit but i could walk norm kind of normal now and i'm hoping it's in a heel in like maybe a day or two hopefully um but it's better and I could actually bend it now. It's not super fat. Um, and like when I compare my feet now, it's like kind of the same size. Yeah. So it's getting better. It's that's it's fantastic that it's getting better. But like it still kind of sucks that like I have to look out for that. Um, mentally, I've been doing OK. I've been doing all right. Um, I think lately I've been having like events that I need to worry about, like like my brother's wedding. I had like a kind of like a palm springs getaway kind of a thing that i had to worry about not worry about but like look forward to i guess things to look forward to and then i had like another of my brother's wedding ceremony things um and like it was just like kind of those things that like kind of kept me busy and kind of kept me like um looking forward to a certain weekend to like either get it over with or to have fun um but yeah i've been doing okay the thing that's weighing on my head most of the time is just money um our boys at the EDD are kind of slacking <laughs> over there. <laughs> Finally run out. Yeah, I know. Okay, that's all Look fun and games. And so, so. <laughs> um, but I reapplied. I think you replied too. Um, yeah. I think it's still fine though. I think like we still have whatever we have left. Um, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully that comes in soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's like the, mainly the only thing that's like weighing on me mentally. I've been... Um, there was a really bad day of creating that I was really like upset. Like I couldn't figure out how to execute something that I wanted to make. Um, but then after that, I kind of like stepped back and I kind of like was able to figure out what I wanted to do with it and, and still kind of struggle, but still kind of find a good placing for it. 
Um, and then the big news, I recently got an interview for a job. And <laughs> Carmela's <laughs> shaking her head because uh, she... T- <laughs> We had a she, pack. Uh, the pack that we made that we're never going to work again, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she's the one that has, like, a freelancing jobs that she's getting and getting money from. Hello? <laughs> Unfair. Full time. Unfair. <laughs> um, but I got an interview for this place called Looptify. Um, and they gave me, like, this little skills test to do which uh, I guess went really well because I'm getting a second interview this Friday, which is really fun. Also really scary. And it's kind of like weird to think about like actually going back to work, <laughs> actually going back you to an bet office. You reg- bet you regret it now. I don't, I'm like, damn, I should have applied. <laughs> I should have just stayed poor for the rest of the month at least. Um, but we'll see how that goes. It's this Friday. Um, and yeah, I don't know. For the most part, it's apart from like that, it's been fun just editing this episodes, getting episodes out for Watch With Sound, getting designs out for typical or just getting out designs personally, just for me to like creatively express myself and remind myself that I'm a graphic designer (laughs) and make sure I still have those skills. Um, But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's been cool. It's been, it's been, yeah, it's been cool. It's been fine. Um, Mentally, I've been kind of fine as well. I've been, I mean, it's really easy for me to become in slumps of like, just not doing anything and and being down on myself about having gout bad health or whatever but at the same time like whenever i go out and i like you said like seeing the sun and stuff like that and just like kind of reminiscing on life i'm still very very much happy where i'm at and it would be nice to have some money with that just to being just to having fun that'd be cool you know having fun getting money but yeah, it's just been really nice, and like what I've been doing, and what have like I've actually been seeing people now, which is really fun, and and just interacting with people has been really fun. Honestly, interacting with people has been really fun. <laughs> I'm gonna say that again because it's been like, I don't know, it's been really refreshing to see these like see my friends and talk to them and have these gatherings with everyone. Um, it's weird because like all the like every, whenever like we stop hanging out or whenever I stop hanging out with someone, I'm like, damn, I might hang out. <laughs> like I want to like text them, hang out with them tomorrow. Like I feel like I'm like too overbearing sometimes. You like need it. You're like, yeah, I was like, let's like, let's do like, it again like, tomorrow. Come on, yeah. guys. <laughs> it's like a drug. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like yes, <laughs> socializing. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I've been feeling lately. Is like when I hang out with anyone, it's just been like, damn, I want to hang out with them again. It's been really fun. Um, but then again, I'm always like, I don't know, kind of overbearing. What if they're tired of me? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been really great. I think um, at this point now that everything's getting normalized and stuff like that, it's been it's been pretty good. And I'm just looking forward to how Friday goes. I'm like, it's interesting because like, it's not like I'm nervous because it's an interview, but I'm also not nervous because like, what else do I got to lose? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what exactly. is there to lose? Kind of a thing. Um, but still, like, it'd be nice to have that sort of go well. I don't know, it's kind of a weird thing. Like, it's like, I do want it to go well because, of course, like, money and opportunity. But then I don't want it to go well because, like, I love being unemployed. Yeah, I know. And no, it's I so it. weird. Yeah. It's such a weird thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. But other than that, like, life's been good. I've been playing a lot of Valorant. I think I mentioned that last time. Um, I need to get back on the ground because I'm slacking, you know. I'm doing oh worse gosh. now. And I get mad at myself more than I play. Like when I do bad, I'm like, damn, I gotta play more. Like I gotta, I gotta practice more and you get a better level. That's how they but get 
<laughs> I know. That's why it's so addicting. You got to do better. You got to be better. You know, make yourself a better person through Valorant, <laughs> through gunfire and fun. You know, through you know, through fun, mm-hmm. through don't. having fun. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You're not having fun. You're not having fun. Um, on the topic of like you uh missing you know interacting and socializing with everyone again did you ever have a moment where there were like awkward times where you kind of forgot how to interact or like you forgot like certain things or was it like totally fine and you kind of like just went back into the swing of things in the beginning of the pandemic like it was kind of hard just to interact with some people but it's it's kind of weird because i feel like i hit like a I like broke that boundary somewhere like last month. I feel like I feel like I'm more like more motivated to socialize and more motivated to like talk and like conversate. Um, Like even before even before the pandemic, I was kind of like didn't want to do that because I'm naturally a shy, introverted person. But lately I've been like wanting to talk, wanting to like conversate, wanting to like hang out with people, which is kind of weird. I honestly think it was because like when my when my brother's wedding stuff was happening, there's a lot of things that I had to like be uncomfortable with. Like I had to like make the bachelor party and then like interact with my brother's friends and interact with like my cousin and stuff like that. So I think um, that helped. And then most importantly, like the best man speech, I think honestly, like speaking in front of a lot of people and also like killing it. Cause I personally think I did a really good job. I was getting a lot of compliments. <laughs> I don't know if I'm like tooting my own horn here, but like I thought it was really good. And I, I had a lot of fun that day, too, at the wedding. I don't know. Like, that sort of broke it. Because, like, at yeah. that wedding, too, you know, I have like, all these people that I know. Like, my cousins, my family, my, like, my brother's friends. And Sophia and everyone was, like, just there. And, like, having to, like, socialize with them. Having to, like, do the speech and doing stuff like that. Like, I think it broke my, like, my boundary for that. And it was, it's just been, like, ever since then, I've been, like, wanting to talk more. And I've been opening to talk more and socializing. Um kind of with texting too texting i've been like kind of bad as well like i just don't want to reply but lately i've been like forcing myself to like i need to reply because otherwise like it's just gonna hang in the air and you're gonna be a dick so like i've been like sort of practicing that as well um and just like in that aspect like i feel like it's a really good spot for me as regards to, like me being like a shy and introverted person i feel like it's been improving for that um how do you feel about that how do you feel about like socializing and like you know like talking to people do you still feel the awkwardness or do you feel like you're more comfortable or getting back into the swing of things or what yeah so um i think more often like in the past months i think i only had like very small uh group interactions which like are totally fine and i feel i don't feel like i didn't feel any difference between like interacting with you know you guys and like other close friends and when like I'm talking to you know Carol or a roommate um but uh last uh Sunday or Saturday this past weekend I actually saw my family for the first time in like a long time it might have been like a year and a half almost two years um yeah, and it's it was actually like, a long time I didn't know it was that long it's actually it was quite yeah. a long time it's all it was a very long time and it was so like it was so amazing seeing everyone again and seeing how you know when you don't see people for a while you like try to see like how different they are or like what stayed the same and yeah that's exactly what it was like people everyone was like exactly the same but like older like you know 
especially my little cousins. Um, and it was just crazy to see that too. Um, but a funny story I have is that, so my youngest cousin is like eight or something. And she, I sat next to her um, eating dinner and I I think I forgot how to interact with children. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, <laughs> did you ask her how's life or something? Or like how's unemployment? What did you ask her? What did you talk about? <laughs> it was, I, I can't even imagine. If she ever remembers that <laughs> interaction years later, she'd probably hate me. But um, but yeah, I, I'm obviously not around a lot of children. So I was not speaking to her as if she was like I wasn't speaking her with like the mindset of like oh yeah I'm talking literally to a child to an eight-year-old um so I was like firing jokes like full of sarcasm like (laughs) like fucking rapid fire like sarcasm (laughs) and like obviously she did not understand them but I'm over here laughing my ass off because they're hilarious. And then my sister and my other older cousin can hear it and they're laughing. So to a child's eyes, she thinks we're laughing at her, not like, you know, about the joke. So I hurt her feelings a lot of times during that lunch. <laughs> and I apologize. I totally said sorry. And like, oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> And my sister was like, I think you just had like, like, oh, like you sh- I built up this well of sarcasm. I couldn't let out this pandemic and it just like exploded. <laughs> um, but, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I need to definitely oh. stay more mindful about who I'm interacting with now. Um, because I, you know, I was, I've been used to talking, like saying whatever I want, you know, I don't have like any filter. I don't like, you know, I'm just myself, but talking to kids is completely different. So now that I know, (laughs) that's like never been, yeah, it's never something I had to keep in mind. Um, but yeah, lesson learned that was really funny and interesting and I felt horrible, but also, it was hilarious. I'm just um, imagining you like nudging her, like fucking kids, and like, yeah, like fucking kids, and right? <laughs> you guys are so crazy. You guys are so yeah. Oh I, my god. <laughs> are you old enough to drink? No, not yet. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just joking. No, seriously, that's how I was joking. I was like, that's funny, huh? Like, I was nudging her, <laughs> and she was so, she was so upset. But she was oh, like, gosh, she was upset in like a child way, like a childlike way, you know, where she'd like pout. She'd be like. And she like wouldn't look at me, and I'd be like, "Hey, like I'm sorry, <laughs> like lighten up, come on, have a drink." Yeah, I was like, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean it." <laughs> have some fun, jeez, so serious all Learn the time. Learn to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Learn to take a joke, so sensitive, jeez, snowflake over here. <laughs> um, but yeah, but anyways, seeing the rest of my family was refreshing, and like I miss them so much. Um. So that was really cool. I saw them like pretty often before the pandemic. Like I have like 12 cousins and they have birthdays like every, almost every month of the year. So literally like every month was a party kind of thing. Um, And then to not see them that frequently was like crazy. Uh, So yeah, I'm actually seeing them again this or tomorrow actually for a dinner. So, so yeah, I hope it's 
becomes like a more regular thing and yeah but yeah you family time family time how nice (laughs) you saw your extended family at the wedding right yeah i yeah i saw my extended family in the wedding i haven't seen like um my aunts or uncles that much but like my cousins i visit them every so often um i visit them and then my other cousins always kind of hang out sometimes so i kind of hang out with them i think even with the yeah even with the pandemic i saw them um and then yeah like my pretty much my like aunts uncles the older ones is the ones i don't usually see as much um and it's cool to see them from time to time and then it's mainly like the cousins where i'm like most close with and like talk to um but yeah for the most part i've been seeing them kind of not often but like the amount i usually see them i guess you can say like if it wasn't pandemic whatever like like a yeah like a monthly kind of hangout thing like i feel like i usually saw them once a month and that kind of didn't change it changed like obviously when it started and then like it wasn't until like two or three months later where i did see them again or like not two or three months that's probably i'm probably not good with time but like the time where it like kind of like slowed down i guess you can say yeah um that's when i started to see them again more often um but it was a long time before that um but yeah i got to i like i saw them at the wedding i see them like ever so often and with that we have a little new kind of a new thing that we might do ever every quick take or something um so carmela has this like board game called we're not strangers we're not really strangers which um is something that like you have a car it's like a therapy session essentially like there's questions that like ask these personal vulnerable questions and like we have to answer them and make us become closer gross um but (laughs) uh, (laughs) we kind of like wanted to say a question like a not a so serious question on like on this quick take maybe the next quick take um but carmelo would you like to to tell the audience of the three questions we have and pick one that you want to ask the ask each other i guess you can say oh okay um i'm gonna save saying the other questions for last i kind of want to surprise you with the question i ask right now okay go ahead it's gonna be fun i promise just kidding um okay josh (laughs) i'm gonna ask two questions because i think we only have time for two but how would you describe me to a stranger? How would I describe you to a stranger? <laughs> You're like, fuck. I, I know. This. I was like, I forgot we were, we should have picked one. <laughs> um, You're like, I should never let you pick it. So you're Filipino. Oh my God. You have She's long a girl. hair. <laughs> you're a female. Um, hmm. You're very sarcastic. Okay. Very creative. <laughs> okay. And fun to be around. That's how I describe wow. you to a stranger. Isn't that nice? Wow. That's we should do this Josh. every quick quick quick. quick. <laughs> we should do this every. <laughs> That's so nice. Wow. <laughs> You're like patting yourself on the back. <laughs> yeah, I could just. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not being... even the one who's like, wow, Josh, you're so nice. And, and I'm like, like the one that's like, good job, Josh. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, that was so nice. That, that was so sweet day. to Carmela. I can't believe you said that to her. <laughs> but um, same question to you, I guess. Same question. First of all, thank you very much, Josh. I know welcome. that you're was welcome. really hard mm-hmm. for you to be yes. so vulnerable. Yeah. Um, right. And you're not used to mm-hmm. complimenting people, which <laughs> yes. is probably why. You I mean, thought. complimenting you in, in general, I think. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just you, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's an asshole on a regular basis. <laughs> I know. I, I insult her on a daily basis. You guys should see our text messages. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I'm very nice. I'm very nice. He's not. Anyways, so <laughs> how would I describe you to a stranger? Um, you are a boy. <laughs> you are a correct. male. Fil- he's also correct. Filipino. Uh huh. Um, correct. He has blonde hair now. Uh, I would say that you are a very creative, prolific, wow. sometimes fiery. Wow, what a, what <laughs> wow, fiery. Wow, all these eggs as well. Sometimes fiery, <laughs> but also very chill, cool guy to hang out with. And yeah, that's what I would say. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. You're thank so you welcome. That. Surprising, oh, huh? You. I know, very Prolific. surprising. You should look it up. I yeah, don't really not, know the not exact Not only do definition. I insult her on a daily basis, she insults me on a daily basis. So it's nice to hear some kind words, you know? It's She's a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's healthy. It's, it's why we're so successful, right? It's why, yeah. it's why we're doing this. <laughs> That's what makes the cookie crumble. <laughs> <laughs> why do you say it like that? I don't know what to. I didn't know what to all say. Right, I was all like, right, all right. So all are, we right. Another, are we doing another question or are you saving another yeah. question? Okay, okay. Ask well, me last question because it's fun. Um, what character would I play in a movie? So this, I think this question has multiple questions inside of it because it's like, what movie? What kind of movie would it be? And like, what character would I be in? Yeah. Do you want to do like a like we could do each genre and see who you play? Want to do that? Okay. Okay, uh, maybe like three genres. So you could okay, do okay, like okay. Horror, horror, comedy, comedy, drama, sure, rom com, drama or action. I think drama comedy or... and rom com are the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we'll comedy, horror, what's maybe the thing? Action. One? Action. Okay, okay, okay. okay. All right. <clears throat> so for comedy, I could totally okay. see you as like, um, like it's like a comedy rom com, maybe maybe a high school comedy, maybe. Um, coming of age comedy maybe but you're definitely like you're like the best friend you're like the comedic best friend that has like the the extreme possibilities of things that could happen or like the extreme personality like the extreme opposite of that personality so like if your best friend is like talkative you're gonna be like the shy one but if she's like the shy one you're the talkative one and you're like the one that like sort of like does these like weird things like kind of like Aquafina and Crazy Rich Asians I could see that what the fuck but at, not as extreme, you know, not as extreme. Um, just like that one person that you're, that's always there. Like you could tell like she's going to be there for the rest of the movie. And she's like going to be in the good always, usually. Unless like okay. there's a falling out. It's usually the main character's fault. So that's where I could see you in the comedy. Kind of like the best friend. Um, for horror, hmm, horror, horror, horror. Mm, yeah, that. <laughs> I could see you as the killer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I could see as the murderer, see, the um, secret murderer. Yeah, um, hmm, hmm. I can. S- I'm gonna be honest. Might be a little mean. Oh, but I can. <laughs> I can see you as the one that dies first. Okay, okay. I, that, I was, I was, I saw that one coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. But also, I could also see you like not dying first, but also like being more worrisome than most but that's exactly what gets you surviving at the end you know like you're very okay. careful so that's why you survive at the end but also you could be very careful and dead first so <laughs> it's in that sense <laughs> um okay and then for action 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 um hmm. 
Hmm. You see an action. I don't, can't even see myself in an action film. Uh, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh. You're you could be, you're probably the person that like the the main character comes to for like resources, like oh, kind of like the okay. like uh like the James Bond person that's like here's an exploding pen, here's this, here's that. I could see you doing that, and then also being sarcastic with it. That's a good. Well, that's a good one. Someone should hire you for that. I could <laughs> see it. I could picture it. You're just complimenting yourself. <laughs> What do you mean? A company you. You're an actress. Every turn, if you ever actually played this game, every single turn of the game, you would pat yourself on the back for giving you, a I'd good be, answer. I'd be like, you know what? I think I did pretty good on that answer. And like Sophia's like crying. I know. But yeah, I could see you as the resourceful person That's, as in the action film. I like that. I like okay. all of your answers. Thank you. Um, thank you. This is fun. See? I like this. There you go. Okay. All right. Your turn. Your turn. Okay. Uh, okay. Which one was first? Comedy? Yes. Okay, I could see you in a type of buddy comedy where you are the friend who is instigating the lead to do ridiculous things, like you know what I mean. <laughs> Who's kind of like, like, dude, we should go to this thing. Like, uh, why not? And then the guy, other guys, gonna be like, oh my god, that's so awesome, yeah. And it's our high school like, prom. Yeah. Why wouldn't you go to it? <laughs> exactly. Um, or yeah, I could see you being in a coming of age movie. You're also the best friend that they come to when they're in a crisis, and you're either gonna be like super apathetic, like just go for it, bro. Who cares? Or you're gonna be the one who's like trying to scheme you're trying to figure out like how to get the girl with the guy you know what i mean oh sort of like um i invite them both to the ferris wheel or something like that yeah yeah. you're gonna be like okay okay, 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 okay. here's how you do it i'm very savvy wow that's nice nice of you to say nice of you to say (laughs) good job me you know that was an amazing answer i just want to say that um all right horror 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 is next (laughs) okay horror Okay. I feel like not to be mean. <laughs> but I feel I feel like you'd be the funny friend that dies first. You know what I mean? I, I was thinking the same thing to be honest. I don't you were thinking the same exactly. Okay. I like I, I would die first. I wouldn't take the, the, the situation seriously and I'd be the one that dies first. I'm like, come yes. on, it's all fake. <laughs> and die. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. what's his name from Scream? Yeah, Randy. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. Because I definitely go. could see myself as Randy. Um, Randy. I have a question for you now. What we should just, what we should do is now, like, think of the characters we personally think we would play in that movie. So, like, oh, if you okay. have a different idea of what movie. you want to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for me, um, you are 100% <laughs> correct with that, the funny guy. But also, <laughs> honestly, um, no one be worried about me, but I could also see myself like being pushed to the edge a little bit and then becoming the killer, to be honest. I was gonna say, like, I could see you being the secret killer, you know, like, yeah. oh, maybe, yeah, like, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Like, it was me the whole time, kind of thing, yeah, 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 like, yeah, because yeah, you were that. the loud and like funny one or something like that. It was like too obvious, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh huh. I could see that, and also, like, maybe yeah. like at the end, I somehow get pushed. It, at the end of the movie then become the killer in the sequel i can see that as well um i think you want that i, I honestly do i know be, you, you want the sequel i know it's like i, I think i could see myself that it's like no i want I could the totally desire see it. it seems I see like it. I, I see it yeah yeah yeah. you I know totally me <laughs> um 
for a comedy, I always think about this because I think it's funny, but as a comedy, I, I could see myself being like, it'd be like those movies that like start off with these as kids and then they grow up and I could see myself like the guy that is like, let himself go and be like, oh no, my God. And, like I, I let myself go, but also I'm like the one that's like, that shows the main character the way, like you've been too <laughs> serious, man, just have fun. And like, that's how like the character, like the main <laughs> character, like becomes a better person. But also like, he he's like really mean to me cause I let myself go. But I can see myself in that, in that particular. That's so sad, but also really funny. <laughs> Isn't it? I always think about that. Like, yeah, man, you guys had a fun. You guys are no fun. Like, like it's like the end of the night. It's like, let's drink some more kind of a thing. I can see myself doing that character. Not that it, it's my future or anything. I don't think that's, you know, n- not at all. You know, um, I hope not. I <clears> hope not. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that, right? Uh, of course, I don't want that. No, no, no. Of course okay, not. okay. <laughs> Um, um, for an action, action. Um, I, <laughs> for an action film, I could see. I like. It has to be kind of a comedy action film, but I could see myself as like the reoccurring like random character that shows up in like, in like the where the places the main character is. Like I don't know how to describe it. Like, like a taxi driver that keeps showing up to like bring him somewhere oh, okay. i could see myself yeah. like it's you again you didn't pay your last for it blah, 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 blah. i can see myself being that character that sounds fun as well that is very specific actually right isn't it yeah i feel like That's it was like very super specific. specific what about you um, what about you okay wait i'm gonna finish mine up in an action movie i could see you i could see you in an action movie where it's a group of people it's like not one lead kind of thing you know what i mean and you'd be like you Mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. you'd be the comedic relief but Uh you'd be the one who saves the main character somehow in the end because of a joke that happens in the beginning it's like a callback and it's good, and you're gonna be like, I told you I was right, or something like that. Something yes, stupid. Something like, uh, chewing gum saves your life, and somehow he uses that to like save his yeah. life. I can say that too. And then the audience is gonna be like, oh fucking thank God he did that. Or everyone's something like, like everyone's that. like clapping, clapping and laughing, and then I say like yeah. my little line. Everyone laughs. Oh yeah, yeah, it's good. I like that. Mm-hmm. Thank you again. Thank you again for the couple. Thank you again. You're so. <laughs> thank you again for these fitting these fitting roles for me. Thank you. Um. Wait. What was the first one? A comedy. You put me. I did. In I did horror. Movie. I did horror first. You did horror first, and okay, then yeah, you yeah. said I die first, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. I also saw myself dying first, but I don't want to. So I could see myself being the quiet one that is suspected of being the killer, but is actually not the killer, and is actually the one who's had the most knowledge and has actually been looking for the killer the whole time but then i die anyways in the end oh okay wait so you're the person that people think is the killer but you're also looking for the killer yeah like seriously looking for the killer since you like have his knowledge and stuff about it yeah like in the end it's gonna be like oh my like oh i knew this the whole time and then i give the main character like vital information about the killer because i've been like secretly like researching them but then i somehow die because either i sacrifice myself for the main character or i just die a horrible death because the killer is on to me and then the main character you know what i mean yeah i see that i see that you're like oh 
uh, Jason, I know who the ma- the main ki- or I know who the killer is. It's blah, and then you die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a good character. That's a good character. That's a good one. Okay, okay. okay. And then what was next? The comedy. You put comedy, me in an comedy. Aquafina role. <laughs> A less dramatic Aquafina, a less a less dramatic Aquafina. Yes. Um, Maybe if this was a dark comedy, I could see myself being like placed in the best friend role, but secretly being the twist villain in the end because I actually hate the main character, and I'm the one behind everything, or something like that. I don't know. Like, say it was like a movie like date night or something and i was one of the friends that was invited to the date night because you know how that's like a comedy thriller like wait have you seen date night yeah i have i have, I have, I have yeah okay yeah so it's like a comedy thriller type of movie where there is like a secret person behind the th- like everything so yeah i could see myself being Oh, the behind-the-scenes the, person? The behind-the-scenes twist, it was me the whole time kind of thing because I hate you people. And then they'll be like, why did you Why did you befriend this? And I'll be like, because blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't know. That's barely even know. a comedy, though. It sounds more drama, <laughs> drama if anything. <laughs> Give me, like, a pure comedy character. You're like... <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That was very dramatic. Like, like, it sounds like a different movie. <laughs> Sounds like a different genre you're getting into. It's not funny enough for you. <laughs> no, it's not funny. Come on. Okay, pure comedy. Yeah, I could see myself if it was a rom com. I could see being like the best friend, confidant. You know what I mean? Like Aquafina. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> she okay. She, she was kind of the confidant. Like, I guess you're. Just, I guess that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't I just don't see myself as Aquafina cuz she's like so she has a very specific comedic style and she's also appropriating like black vernacular so I like want to distance myself from that. That's what I'm saying like you're not as dramatic as her. Obviously you don't have like their appropriation of black vernacular and you're not as like crazy as her. You'd be like more chill but also have that same energy, you know. I want I want to be the married best friend who has a completely healthy relationship with her husband but secretly has issues and in the end I open up to the main character and I'm going to be like look nobody's perfect <laughs> I know, I but you got it, and I'm gonna be like you if you don't take this chance right now. You're gonna miss it. Don't end up like me. <laughs> oh wow, you're unhappy. You're that unhappy. I thought like it's gonna be a secret. Oh, it's always man. dramatic. I'm always turning it into a drama. I don't know why. I know for some reason. I know. I'm like, get it so dark. Funny. I thought at least you're gonna be like our relationship isn't perfect, and you like look back at him like, but I still love him, and that's something you could have with the, 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 the. at least that. But you're like, I hate him. Like I don't want to. Be- <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Okay, and then the last the one is action. I liked I liked your choice for me because I didn't I do, honestly don't know I don't obviously don't see myself in an action movie. Um, but I guess it would be fun to be. You know I'm 
I've noticed that in none and none of these movies were the lead. I don't I, know what that I, means. I don't, I don't know, know yeah. what that Maybe means. Maybe that's a personal thing. <laughs> wow, the game's really working. We're very vulnerable. We, <laughs> I don't know what that means. The, the next question some... should have been like, why don't we see each other as the main character? <laughs> I know. Get all serious. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to. I don't want to dig deep into that. I just it's just something I low key noticed. So I'm yeah. gonna play. Keep going. Myself. Keep going. I'm going to place myself in a lead role of the action movie because A, it's very unsuspecting. B, it's unlikely. Two, it'll be like really interesting and maybe weird. Like this random Asian girl is going to save the world somehow. Um, Or a very like, I could see myself as painted as like a very average like person with like a normal life and then these like very extreme and seemingly circumstances happen to them that force them to kind of break out of their routine or break out of their like average life um something like that yeah i could see that like almost like an action comedy where like you're having a normal like cup of coffee or something and like people attack you but you don't notice and you actually didn't like spill the coffee on this guy and you actually <laughs> yeah. trip the other guy like you actually yeah. like kill everyone like in in they clumsy circumstances like... <laughs> you, your hair whoops one guy like, it's yeah. just like <laughs> i can see that fun movie that's yeah. a fun movie okay, okay. <laughs> you'd watch that i would watch it definitely i'd watch Dude, it I um watch actually it though i did see myself as a main character i thought i could be the killer mm-hmm mm-hmm see healthy healthy okay. i mean that's not healthy, healthy. portrayal <laughs> that means i'm healthy <laughs> that means i'm fine we don't See, have to i'm talk the main about character right i'm the main character uh, yeah you're the main bad character so <laughs> what does that mean let's dive deeper into that <laughs> okay oh yeah but pretty fun questions i think we should we should probably do that next time next time we do a quick take um but this may be our longest quick day too it's been pretty long but is having a lot of fun really fun episode um if you made it this far thank you for listening my name is josh landicho and you can follow me on instagram at the space wolf and i'm carmel and you can follow me at cat and you can follow watch with sound on instagram at watch with sound along with listening to us on spotify soundcloud apple and anchor and if any of those apps have the option to like comment subscribe or anything of that nature that would help us out a lot uh, we also have a program on Anchor called Listener Supporter, which lets you subscribe at any dollar amount. Of course, only if you're able to, but that would help us out a lot as well. Um, thank you all for listening, everybody, and keep on watching for movies with me and Carmela in it next year. You will see us on the big screen. <laughs> Coming to theater. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs>